I'm Reg. I'm Jay. I'm Martin. Together, we're gonna find out. Why are they mad? And then the intro song plays, and it's like, Why you have to be mad? Why you have to be mad? Why you have to be mad? You know what, if it was a fucking, if there was a war, right, against some form of, like, you know, artificial intelligence, I would be John Connor. Okay, because I take lead, I take action, I take no, charge. No, it's because they wouldn't be able to figure you out due to the lack of logic. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'd make them go, beep, and blow up on me. How long do you reckon it would be into the robot industrial revolution where people start raising, like, ethical complaints about the robots? Like, well, there's the three, there's the three laws of robotics, right? Like, that, that would never happen. What are they? The three laws of robotics. Have you never watched fucking iRobot? It's like, uh, a robot can never harm someone else. And then there's two more. <laughs> is that the universal rule of robots, or is that the iRobot script rule of robots? I don't know. That's a, it's a, the three laws of robotics. I think it was referencing a real thing. Well, because there's the Turing test. The Turing test it's not is the like, Turing test. Yeah, that's when you drive the cars, bro. Yeah, that's when you run over the police car. <laughs> the the Turing test is the only, like, official robot book I know about. Anyway. I got a, I got a bad haircut. Did you? Uh, yeah, I'm happy about it. What? Send a picture. I'm not going to send a picture, because by the time I see you again, it will grow back out, so you'll no, never know. FaceTime me right he now. He looks like Executor. You know the Pokemon? That's what he looks like. <laughs> FaceTime. <laughs> FaceTime right now. I'm sharing you. No, I'm not going to face. No, I've told you. I'm going to wait, and it's going to grow up by the time I see you next. So I want to see this now. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's All right, no, point. wait, now I want to see. Fuck. <laughs> you look like an ink. Oh, oh, no. Whoa. What the? Oh, whoa. What the Dude, fuck happened? Why there? did you do that? Did you Dude, try to get the front? I from the front, you look like a it. British lad, though. <laughs> like, it's not too bad from the front. Have you tried to get a fade and they've just, like, they've just done a full? Dude, they mangled his lid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I told him. I don't know. I fucking I went to the hairdressers and i was like cut all my hair off and he's like you're right and then i don't know i always get nervous when i'm in hairdressers mm. so i always say i always say things i don't know what they mean yeah he'll yeah. be like hey you know, two like, off the top size yeah. and he's like he's like what number i'm like uh skin fade and he's like all right <laughs> it <laughs> is like, a skin fade it's a skin fade <laughs> you don't want to get a it wants it's a skin fade said, it's not a fade anymore you should have said case hardened bro <laughs> and at the top he was like number one and i was like i don't know dude number Two, three. Yeah, right. No, no. See how we go. Is that, isn't that inches? Yeah, it's how many inches? inches. I think I it's think centimeters. It's I think it's centimeters. No, because one is the lowest. Yeah, it has to be centimeters because one is the lowest. And it's no, no, no. Inch of hair if you can oh, get a zero. It, or is it millimeters? I don't know, dude. All I know is that Reg got Shit. a zero. I've n- I've never <laughs> known. I just know I always get a one on the sides because it's the shortest. Oh, not as short as zero, but it looks. Anyway, mean. the point of the story is that I'm wearing beanies to work for the next uh, two to three months. The issue wearing the, the issue with wearing the uh, the beanie though is one time I had a client. He came out of school and he's like, "You look like a robber," and I was like, oh. <laughs> "No, you know it. You know what you look like. What a robber! You look like an arsonist that set themselves on fire during one of their like arsons, and so Damn. like all their hair's been singed and everything. Like I know you're not it's supposed to. You know you're not supposed to agree. Like when someone says I got a bad haircut, but no, it's a bad haircut. I yeah, was you fucked up. You it. shouldn't have done that. Yo, can I? Can I be allowed to edit? Uh yeah, if you want to. 
Yeah, I just wanted to change some things. Small haircut. <laughs> what, what do you want to change? Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Where's my uh, edit no, access? No, I didn't no, get no. it yet. Oh, you mean the page? I thought you meant can you edit the episode? No. The, I was like, no, damn, the, that'd the, be cool. The, the notes. No, I don't trust you guys. You guys always fuck me <sighs> around. Dude, nah. that's fucked up. Uh, what did yeah, you I think I meant? I thought you meant that you wanted to edit the episode. Oh, like the audio. Well, <laughs> yeah. You get out I was like, food? be my guest. <laughs> yeah, dude, no. <laughs> that shit's I wouldn't hard. even know where to start. That shit's hard. I feel like just like always hearing your voices in my head. <laughs> That's really strange. What do I say in your head? You say all the shit that you say on the air. You're like, oh, you stink bug. I'm the stinkiest bug. Yeah. (laughs) I'm in the game. (laughs) That's right. I'm in the game. Oh, Jay, make an edit of uh, the EA sports thing. It's like EA sports. I'm in the game. With your voice. That's free content. That's free fucking content for Instagram. You can pay me later. Everyone, everything you do is free content to me. I'm not paying you. Like I said, like I said, <laughs> if I, if we ever make any money off of this, you're getting paid $38 a week. That is for two hours of minimum wage. Well, it usually goes over two hours. <laughs> you can just tell, you can just tell Reg it's his fault because he didn't get the work done in time and that he has to stay back until it's done. Man, can you actually get a boss like that? That'd be so fucked up, man. Dude, that's how it's like in kitchens sometimes. Like, you're at yeah. a and stuff, it'd be mm. like... You, you, well, I mean, you got to stay back. You didn't finish peeling the chickens. I'm like, Cunt, my time is done. Yeah, all right? You shouldn't have hired someone who's so incompetent at peeling their chickens. Wait a second. Me. Wasn't Martin your boss at Red Rooster? Yeah. So he would, nah, make he would never do that. it, though. Martin was a G. He, w- he would never make you do that. No, that's just wrong. You don't make Oh, you people... never make me do it. Maybe he would take advantage of the younger kids. I'm, I'm, I'm unsure. No, I, I usually, I I usually wouldn't ask people to stay back. And if I did, I'd be like, you're going to get paid extra. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'd always clock them on right. Did I always see I always see posts on Reddit that's like surely Red Rooster is a money laundering scam. But then, and then yeah. I'm like, nah, dude, they fucking there's like lines in, in the car park. Yeah. Like in the drive thru going out to the car park. But then I'm like, No, that's from mismanaging. That's from not well, yeah, being that's, able that's, to handle That's what the- we do. <laughs> Yeah. That's our um. That's our like our secret plan, right? Is we make it look like it's very busy, but in reality, we just take five minutes to serve a customer. So yeah, they, they. I think places actually do that though. Dude, I think and, I like, just had like flashbacks, man. Fuck. Dude, there's herd mentality, man. Wow, wouldn't believe me, but there's herd mentality when it comes to things like that. If one person comes into the drive-through, you have a much higher chance of more people coming to the drive-through in the next couple minutes than if otherwise see i, I think, think that, you, i think you might be right. i think that has more to do with people finishing work at a certain time no it's herd mentality right it's like if you watch cars right if you just watch a street i've if seen you watch cars. a street right you know like if you McQueen. watch cars okay <laughs> if you watch cars right you'll notice that they, car- they, they drive in herds rather than spacing out when they could just as easily space out and make the same amount of time right but they travel in these herds right it's herd mentality before we start guys Welcome to Why They're Mad. It's a podcast all about controversy in our age. It's nice to have you back, or if it's your first time listening, it's nice to meet you. Um, check us out on Instagram <laughs> at Why They're Mad Pod. Follow us. We'll give you a shout out on the next show. Uh, shout out this week is Daniel. Hey, Daniel, how you doing? We need like a homogenous fan base so they can be recognized on site. You mean like they all look like the same person, like the, <laughs> yes. like like Boba Fett? Yeah. <laughs> were either of you exactly. in the taxi going to karaoke with me? Uh we no. all were. No, we all no. were. Actually, I don't think no, even I one wasn't. of you guys were, right? 
No, I do. I, I started a straight yes, up were. You fucking. Were sitting, I think Jay was. You were sitting next to each other. Oh wait, do you mean um? On the way mean, from from right from, from that to yeah right no no I yeah I started a straight actually. up brawl in that taxi. Did you about Uber? Yeah, because I just I just started getting everyone riled up about the fucking podcast. It was hilarious, man. I was like, so yeah, guys, I asked this question. I was like, who who do you think is the best uh, podcaster? And then they all just started naming different people. Then they all started getting up in each other's faces about it. And I just, <laughs> I leaned back. I was having a really good time. Wait, was my name even mentioned? Yeah, yeah. Reese, like, yeah, oh, yeah. whoa. No, they said, uh, they said uh, Martin's a good addition. Even though we've been doing the show longer with Martin than without Martin. <laughs> I'm still the new guy. <laughs> yeah, you're the new guy. Um, no, see, that's not how I remember it. I remember it uh, as Reg trying to argue why he was the best Post. That's also what I heard when yeah. you guys got out. And no, 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 no. And he wouldn't. Twisted. And when people said, like, when people said me or Martin, he would say, "What? No, but I'm the one who keeps it all together. I'm the star power. I'm the funny one. I'm the lovable one. I'm the rascal." Look, look. But if you do that and then they agree with you, it's the same thing. I think we all know there's, you know, there's what happened, and then there's like the Reg Cinematic Universe. Yeah, yeah, there's the Reg. Well, look, okay, fan if, if you if you tell if they say something else, and then you convince them otherwise, that's still a point in your favor, you know. Like Reese was on your side, Martin, but now he's on my side because Drew convinced him, and he has low self, like you know, self power <laughs> or self worth or what whatever's going on with that guy, you know. I think he has high self worth, and he deserves it because he's probably the tallest, strongest guy I know. It's just not that strong, bro. He loses a fight to a bee. <laughs> yeah, that's because of a genetic deficiency. Yeah, I got that deficiency. <laughs> they, had to, they had to give him a weakness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have that deficiency because, like, I just, I said to myself when I was a kid, I'd never let myself get stung by a bee, and I never have. So. Hey, but then one thing you ever known about a stink bug is that if it's just some boobies, she's going to have to ejaculate. <laughs> Drop my egg sack. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I see some boobies. They're gonna be some more stink bugs around here. Cause stink bugs don't need a <laughs> don't need a fertilizer for the stink bug egg, man. You know I do that myself, huh? <laughs> I drop them out of me cloaca. Uh. Here's the thing, though. we we uh we have a dedicated listener base. We we have. Some- I do it for them. Dude, I met yeah. them for the first time of the weekend, and someone was like, why do I know your voice? And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, and they might be wondering, where have we been? Because we took, we took two weeks but off. But we were with them. Yeah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> we. <laughs> yeah, but all the fans know where yeah, we were. Yeah, they were we with us. all the real ones. Yeah. We didn't mean to take two weeks off, but um, we've been living in, uh, in lockdown literally weren't allowed to you know leave our house and stuff probably just about the last place on earth that was dealing with COVID in that way uh we finally came out of it and looky there reg is here he fucking just shows up he's coming he came to stay two days early yeah someone he... told him that lockdown was ending on the wrong day yeah reg <laughs> is in victoria and you know what that means all of us together that means we can't do the show because we yeah can't we tried stand each other from memory it was lucy's fault I don't remember, but it sounds about right. Why was it Lucy's fault? Because you're like, we can't record. She'll be mad. <laughs> and then I was like, why are yeah. they mad? Mm, that's true, actually. But then but then, I said to Lucy as I was leaving, yeah, we, we're going to record at Reg's house. And she was like, oh, you guys should have recorded here. 
And I was like, uh. <laughs> Dude, you said so she, reality, you said it, was you, it was your, you were It was my You told us she would be furious. You didn't want well, to she, see I thought she would be mad. Word. I thought she would be mad. Actually, I, I, I'm pretty sure I do remember you saying the word furious. You said she will be furious. Well, usually she's furious about stuff like that. <laughs> about me having plans without, you know, consulting her and getting her signature and shit. But anyway, anyway. So we, we were meant to record. <laughs> he said too you much. Were, <laughs> you were <laughs> we, we were meant to record, but um, we didn't. I think there was... Reggie and Mon were watching The Love Guru... And then there was oh, no, that was <laughs> bad. Reg subjected me to that. And then I got there, and everyone was just sitting around watching the Love Guru and Kung Fu. What was it? Kung Pao. Kung Pao. And, and then Mon's like, he's like, fucking. Oh, I have to go to work tomorrow. Jay, what the fuck? And well, you see, what happened was we were waiting for Jay. He was half an hour late, and then he rocks up and he's like, I have to order food first. I thought you guys were ordering food too. No, we ordered food after you because, like, at that point, it was like, fuck it, we may as well eat too. Anyway, it was entirely everyone else's fault except my own. Uh, and that's why, that's why there has been no episodes for two weeks. All right. So, let's get into the news, guys. You guys been following the news? I learned that uh, Vans classic slip-ons the all white editions have sold out everywhere because of squid game whoa that's my news for the week dude that's the tv show that makes real life into a tv show dude that's like it's like my job <laughs> dude it's like it's like it's like my life until i either die prematurely or retire and then die maturely <laughs> yeah yeah i mean at least it'll be sick you know It'll be all right well dying <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you dying, because... Oh, right. Actually, you know what I saw on the weekend as well? Fucking Parasite. That was sick. Oh, what? You watched Parasite without me? Yeah, without me as well. I haven't even seen what? it. I'm Probably. glad he watched Dude, it. Dude, you guys, you guys went it. to watch fucking... You guys went to watch, like, Scream, Scream. or whatever. Yeah, you were invited. Wait, was this to uh, to Fishman's birthday? Fish Sticks, yeah. Did you watch, did you watch Parasite together? Yeah. What did he think? He thought it was great as well. Yeah, it's a great movie. I thought it would uh, you'd it'd resonate with you guys, you little commies. <laughs> hey, I'm a big commie now. <laughs> You're indoctrinated. Some respect, <laughs> the, the South Koreans made you communists. <laughs> That's not how Which it's supposed ironic, to be. Right? Anyway, let's get on with the news. You know what's in the news? All right, Brian Laundry. Uh, yeah, he. What died. is he? What is he? What is Brian Laundry? He's the dude. That- oh wait, he's the he's the partner of um of Gabby Potato, right? Gabby Potato? You mean Potato? Nah, Potato Potato, you know? <laughs> I've been planning that joke for four weeks. That one was for you, Drool. <laughs> dude, they died, man. What are you yeah, doing? Dude. Brian Laundry is dead. A, co- a couple weeks back, maybe even a month now, we gave you guys, and I gave you guys, a rundown wish. of the case relating to the disappearance of Gabby Potato. That was the hashtag vanlifeblogger who, while traveling across the contiguous United States, was allegedly murdered by her partner, Brian Laundrie, who then went missing himself after returning to their home state of Florida. When we released that episode, the case was unresolved. Fast forward a month, and the case is possibly now about as resolved as it's ever going to be. Look, the only thing I need to know... Is where is the dog? 
What dog? The dog. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll dog get to Dog bounty hunter. <laughs> He's a big dog. He's the dog. He's, He's a, a big dog. He got a boner <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> he wears fishnet shirts. Yeah, they're leather daddies. He's got a pink dick. It comes out like lipstick. He's the dog. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you go um, to a hotel with no windows. <laughs> um, okay, Brian Laundry was found, and he is dead. Also, between then and now, Gabby Peter's cause of death was made public. She was killed by manual strangulation. Manual strangulation. By he was she was killed. so it was a it was a manual all along. Manny, no. It was Emmanuel all along. He did it. No one will believe you, Brian. <laughs> Emmanuel, <laughs> no. <laughs> you may or may not remember that Brian Laundry was last sighted on September 14th when he reportedly went hiking at a reserve not far from his house. On October 20th, the skeletal remains of Brian Laundry were discovered on the other side of that reserve <laughs> at an area called My- Miyaka Is that how you pronounce Hachime. it? Is it ske- skeletal? Is that true? Skeletal. It's skeletal, right? Yeah, it's skeletal. Uh, I That's say skeletal. I, like I say skeletal. <laughs> um, okay, if someone can settle that debate for us, if it's skeletal or skeletal, it's I'd skeletal. It. Fucking idiot! It's skeletal. I don't know. Everyone anyway, knows that. Anyway, he w- his remains were discovered on the other side of the reserve at an area called Mayakahachi Creek. Also found was his notebook and his backpack. Now you may be wondering. If Brian Laundrie's remains were discovered at a nature reserve near his home, why did the official search cover three different states? Why did Northport's chief of police claim on September 16th that he, quote, knows where Brian is at a time that we now know Brian was likely already dead? And why did Dog the Bounty Hunter routinely claim to be closing in on Brian's location? Well, of those questions... Can I can answer all three. All, three. <laughs> all right, Mon, answer one. What is it? Uh, the area where Brian's remains and belongings were discovered was, until mid-October, flooded with water. Well, that explains it. Question two. The chief of police admitted that during surveillance, the police had mistaken Brian Laundrie's mother for Brian himself. Jeez, Reg? what a backhanded fucking <laughs> comment, right? Like, Did they oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Miss Laundrie. We just thought that you were a 25-year-old man. <laughs> Reg, can you answer the third question? Because I think it's the most gripping. Well, Dog the Bounty Hunter is shopping around a new TV show. Did you hear? Did you hear about Whoa, this? Oh, dude, that's why. Did that's you hear it. that he's got a new TV show on the way? Well, I don't reckon he does now because he didn't catch Brian It's a cookie, it's cooking, cooking show. <laughs> no, dude, it's called, it's called Hot Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Do he... Does, Hot dogs. What he what he does is he only interviews other bounty hunters, and they have to eat hot dogs during the interview. It's like a like a hot dog eating competition for each interview. And uh, yeah, and Dog the Bounty Hunter puts his lipstick dog dick in a hot dog bun. In the last one, it's a spicy one. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then the actual dog walks in, and he takes a bite. And he's like, "Ow!" Taking a bite out of cram. <laughs> Brian's skeleton was officially identified by comparing his teeth to dental records, which is standard procedure for identifying skeletons. 
but the remains were so decomposed, the process likely having been sped up because it was underwater, that an autopsy could not establish a method of death. Because of this, the remains were then handed over to an anthropologist. But, on November 3rd, police held a press conference wherein they announced that they now were holding a gun in evidence and working under the theory that Brian Laundrie committed suicide. Do you think that he's just, just like, the cops, like, they don't know where he is or whatever, and they're just, like, it's such, cause it's such a big press thing, they're just like, fuck, man, yeah, this guy, this is Brian Laundrie, how do we know... <laughs> Teeth, nah, you know, I, I, I don't reckon because if, if that was the case, surely they wouldn't have humiliated themselves by like, you know, making <laughs> Well, it that's up. the thing. You, you hide a lie in the truth, right? Like, No, you hide a truth in a lie. I don't know. Because what did you just think? You just thought they must be telling the truth because they admitted to fault previously, right? But that is the best way to hide a lie is to admit to other faults, but not the fault of that. I reckon, I reckon the cops are, I reckon the cops are lying. I reckon they paid off the dog because the dog was getting too close. He was sniffing <laughs> oh, around. Oh shit! Yeah, no, dude, dog, dog found him, but he couldn't. He had to kill him. Like he was so angry. He was like, "You he killed Potato." <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, news number twos. Alec Baldwin. You guys hear about Alec Baldwin? What he did? What did he, he do? Give did. tell tell me tell me what he did. Yes, yeah. he, he oh, accidentally man. killed a woman. I remembered a, a repressed memory the other night. Uh, remember, uh, I'll probably cut this, but I'll say it. Remember, we were, we were at Brown Eyes' house one night. I think it might have been his birthday. Um, and we just heard this massive, like, crash and bang and pop. And we went out, and uh, Brown Eyes' dad was holding a shotgun, and he had accidentally shot out his kitchen window. Sounds like him. He had a whole bunch of holes all over the place. Yeah. Anyway, I remember that and thinking, like, what if one of the kids was in the kitchen and got their head blown off? I mean, they're not tall enough. No, no, no the gun was at child height, I'd say. He was, he was like, <laughs> bragging about having a shotgun. He brought it out and he's like... Bah, 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 which I guess is kind of what happened with, in this story. Let's find out. No, I don't think that was... <laughs> is that, is that the... Is that the... Is that the gun? <laughs> Unless you've been in a diabetic coma, you've most likely heard the Hollywood heavyweight Alec Baldwin accidentally shot and killed the director of photography on the set of his now never-to-be-released movie, Rust. How long are people in diabetic comas for? Look it up. Very serious. I think it can be like 10 minutes, even less. I don't know. Yeah, I've seen um, more cop. Paul Blart. Yeah. Before we talk about the shooting, I think it's important we talk a little bit about the victim here, because this incident, uh, it's always going to be associated with Alec Baldwin. But the reality is that a woman had her life cut very short at her workplace. Helena Hutchins was born Helena Androsovic in 1979. She was born in Ukraine, then a part of the USSR, but grew up on a Soviet military base in the city of Murmansk, uh, which is the largest city north of the Arctic Circle. She would eventually work in the field of investigative journalism with documentary crews. In 2010, she graduated from UCLA, studying film and television producing. Then, in 2015, completed her master's in cinematography. In the following years, she worked to grow her filmography, and in 2019, was named an up-and-comer by American Cinematographer magazine. So, uh, for this rundown of what happened, I'm using an LA Times article titled The Day Alec Baldwin Shot Helena Hutchins and Joel Souza. Russ was to be an American Western film starring Alec Baldwin, who was also producing. It was said to be a passion project of his, with a small budget. 
It was to be filmed over the course of 21 days in New Mexico. Oh, shit. I bought an... I, I got an apple and I didn't take the sticker off and I bit right... I just, like, looked oh, at the dude, thing and realized I took half the sticker off. It's good for you. Sticker? Yeah, it's good for you, dude. It's it's uh, it's one of those, like, like a nicotine patch. Acid? It's a, it's a nicotine patch for the apples. It stops it getting cranky. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) From the outset of production, relations would quickly fray between the crew and the producers. The first point of contention was over crew accommodation. A hotel room was initially provided to any member of the camera crew who wanted one. But by the second week of production, this was rescinded when it was realized that the production could legally get away with not providing hotel rooms to the majority of the crew. The Enterprise Agreement only requiring a production to provide accommodation for crew who worked longer than 13 hours in a day and those who lived further than 60 miles away. Rust's camera crew were all living between 49 and 54 miles away. Despite guns being an omnipresent aspect of Rust's production, there was only one armorer present on set, 24-year-old Hannah Reed, who was described as, quote, inexperienced. Have you heard about her dad? No, I was up with her dad. Her dad, um, he was like a legendary armor, armorer for movies. Like he, he has like real heritage. That's why she got the job is because her dad had like yeah. super heritage. I, I read that she, uh, f- she fell in love with like the idea of being an armorer because she went to the set of the movie Three Ten to Yuma, which was actually filming on the same like location that this movie was being filmed on, which is a spooky coincidence. So. Rust was reportedly only Hannah's second role as head armorer. Before the fatal shooting, there were reportedly three instances of accidental gun discharges on the set of Rust, including a woman from the props department who accidentally shot herself in the foot with a blank. What the fuck? I didn't know this happened. How did they get three instances of accidental gun? How does this happen? That's crazy. Yeah, I think uh, I think it shouldn't happen that is much. This, is this like how much it happens in movies, or is this like just fucking? Is this a very rare circumstance? So I mean, many times, but like we never would we never would have heard about this if someone didn't die. Yeah. I'm sure. So, yeah. oh, that's it. You know, yeah. I'm just wondering on other movie sets how many accidents or like near misses there are. You know, like is this a common occurrence? Yeah. Also, what is a blank? Well, so basically a blank is like basically like the normal cartridge just without the bullet pretty much. Yeah, sometimes it has a BB round in it. But even even if there wasn't a BB round in it, there's still all this gas going off and that like if you're close enough to the gun, it'll still do some damage to you. That's what I said to your mum, Jay, when she asked, because I was I was a bit like I I think I know what a blank blank is, but I wasn't too sure. I just wanted to ask Martin because he knows everything. So like we're gonna be talking about three different types of ammo here, pretty briefly. There's a live round, which you know that's like what got JFK and like it's a, a dead round, a bro. billion other people. <laughs> um, there's a blank, which is a cartridge that fires, uh, has you know gunpowder in it, but it doesn't have anything it, ha- it might have like, like it a- doesn't have a projectile yeah it might have a bb round inside of it and i read that when they're doing safety checks they shake the rounds and if there's a little rattle that means that it's a blank because it has a bb round inside of it and then there is a dummy round and a dummy round is just like a prop bullet it doesn't have any gunpowder it doesn't have anything in it it's- and that is used like to uh make a gun look loaded even though it doesn't have live ammo in it if that makes sense a week before the shooting, that is like the gun shooting, not the film shooting, at the completion of a 12-hour workday, and after spending hours carrying heavy equipment through desert winds, at around 1.30am, one camera assistant requested a hotel room. 
This request was denied, outraging the entire camera crew, of which five members decided to resign from production. It was later discovered that at the production office of the film, someone ordered custom t-shirts that had printed on them, quote, Era 404, housing not found, and, quote, oh, Albuquerque God. is an hour away. Wait, is this something to be taking the piss out, like, out yeah, of out the people of, who resigned? Out, out of the people who, who resigned because they were denied housing. So if they had worked 13 hours a day, then they would have been required to provide them accommodation. So obviously they made them work 12 hours a day. You know, it's just how it works, I guess. Yeah, no one's surprised. One resignation email stated that, quote, I have to wake up early and commute to set. I'm beyond exhausted by the time I rap. I found myself nodding off or having to take micro naps on the roadside just to get home safe. And uh, that that was one thing that people talked about is that they were saying that when they were driving home, like this this is out in the desert, you know, like so they're driving through the desert at like two in the morning that they were like finding themselves like nodding off behind the wheel and shit. So in in that same email, he said that takes were often rushed with the assistant director, so important protocols would often be skipped, including not allowing time for crew members to put in earplugs in scenes that featured guns being shot. Wow. And this uh, this same assistant director, he had been fired off of some movies before this for not following safety protocols. And uh, once he was referred to as being a liability that was going to get someone killed one day by one of his superiors. A few days later, the camera crew walked out on Rust, citing unfair treatment and safety concerns. They spent the morning packing up their gear and separating personal equipment from things that had been rented by the production. Helena reportedly was in tears as they left and said she felt like she was losing her best friends. Line producer Gabrielle Pickle came out and confronted the departing camera crew around 7.50am, telling them to pack up their things quicker and if they didn't leave immediately, she would call security. Alec Baldwin was said to be well respected by the crew of Rust and seemed to be one of the most concerned about how guns were handled. And, you know, like outside of this, uh, Alec Baldwin is pretty, uh, he's a pretty left-leaning guy, especially when it comes to gun control. He's been pretty outspoken. Against yeah, he gave Trump verbal 46 times. Yeah, dude. Mm, mm. <laughs> On October 21st, during a scene depicting a shootout inside a wooden church, the film's armorer, Hannah Reed, handed assistant director Dave Halls an antique Colt 45 revolver. Reed performed a safety check, which showed that there were three bullets loaded into the chamber, but neither her nor Halls checked as to whether those bullets were blanks, dummy rounds, or live ammunition. The shot was supposed to feature dummy rounds. We went over it before, but that's rounds that exist to make a gun appear loaded. Because the camera crew had walked out on production, there were fewer monitors available, so the crew inside the church were all crowded around a single monitor. Halls handed the revolver to Baldwin, telling him the weapon was cold, and Baldwin rehearsed his movements for the scene, unholstering his gun and saying, I'm gonna pull this out and go BANG! But a round of live ammunition fired from the weapon. Since it was supposed to be a dummy round, no one was wearing earplugs or earmuffs. The bullet hit Helena Hutchins in the chest, then exited her back and hit the film's director, Joel Souza, in the shoulder. Baldwin, in shock, repeatedly stated, WHAT THE FUCK JUST HAPPENED?! Immediately, Souza and Hutchins both collapsed, Souza yelling out, WHAT THE FUCK WAS THAT?! THAT BURNS! Hutchins fell into the arms of the head electrician. A boom operator said to her, That was no good. 
and Helena replied her final words. No, that was no good at all. What the fuck? Hold up. That's like an anime ending. <laughs> it was. What the fuck? She's out here replying and shit. She's dead. Yeah, I she, always wonder that. You don't die straight away. I know, like, I know. But like, I'm just saying to be like, no, that was no good at all. Oh, you know, like that's so fucking dramatic. No, I always wonder if, you know, like pe- when people report on people's last words, if it's like they say the last words or the last words that they're comfortable being out there, you know, like well, that's if- it. I always assume their last words are like, like imagine if, if someone who had been shot like by accident their last words were i curse thee to the bowels of hell you have shot me you know like you're gonna say that that was someone's last words anyway support for baldwin has been mixed though he's been a controversial figure his entire career over the last half a decade he's been derided by conservatives because of his betrayal of Donald Trump on SNL. In response to the shooting, Donald Trump Jr. started selling shirts on his website printed with the slogan, quote, Guns don't kill people, Alec Baldwin kills people. That's in such <laughs> poor taste, bro. <laughs> Isn't this kid like 14 and really tall? What's his deal? No, that's not Baron. 14. No, that's Baron. You're thinking of Baron Trump. Donald Trump Jr. is uh, he's old enough to know better. Yeah, right. Yeah, but he's also a Trump. <laughs> uh, so you might be asking yourself, how did this happen? But the truth is, this sort of thing is not even that unprecedented. Rez, you want to tell me about another onset death? Well, if Patel, you, you mean me read what you've written here. Why, of course. Twilight Zone. In 1982, on the set of Twilight Zone, the movie, an anthology film featuring four different stories, one of which was directed by John Landis, and featured a racist man played by Vic Morrow, who time travels back in the positions of persecuted people. What the? This sounds sick. Yeah, that it actually is, sounds is, really yeah. interesting. It's actually, it's a good movie. Like, it's a bit campy nowadays, but it's very entertaining. In this sequence, the man is transported into the Vietnam War and assumes the part of a father who has protected his two children. And in one scene, the three of them run away from a helicopter that is carrying American troops, so the man throws the kids into a river to hide them. This was filmed with a real helicopter, which was hovering 25 feet off the ground. Also in this scene was an array of practical effects array. emulating Mortifier. Array. Array. I said array the first time. You, you said, said array. array. I did not. While the helicopter was changing angle between shots, a mortar detonated at its rear. Dis- Disattaching. Why do you say detaching? detaching. What the fuck? Is, dis- is disattaching a word? Are you just saying being clever? I don't know. I actually don't know. Just say detaching. A mortar detonated at its rear, detaching the helicopter's tail rotor and causing it to spin out of control. The helicopter crashed in a river, decapitating Morrow and one of the child actors, and crushing the other one to death. The three of them died instantly. That is fucking insane. Are you kidding me that happened? Yeah, that happened. Two children and the lead actor all died. Dude, I know this is in bad taste, but I bet the director was like, and cut! You know, like, that is... (laughs) That's fucking amazing, you know? What gold? Dude, method acting. <laughs> <laughs> Do they give out posthumous Oscars? <laughs> Dude, I'm giving you all a raise. You kids would have been stars. <laughs> the incident resulted in a criminal and civil case. Almost all senior members of production were acquitted of manslaughter charges in 1987. The director, John Landis, was found to have been in violation of a number of procedures relating to the employment of children, 
including paying them under the table to circumvent the requirement for children not to work at nighttime. Dude, come on. Dude, why, bro? Dude, come on, man. Because oh, they really need to get this nighttime shot of a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It seems weird, but you can't... Is that an American law? I mean, I think it's real. There, There's always going to be some real, like, grey areas when you're employing children, you know? Yeah, due to child labels. In Australia, you can work at nighttime as a child, you know? Like, I mean, I don't. You can't work until you're like 15 as a child, though. On these events, Landis would eventually say, "There was absolutely no good aspect about this whole story. The tragedy, which I think about every day, had an enormous impact on my career, from which it may never possibly recover." But like, did like that just makes it did this quote out of context? Just makes it sound like all he really cares about is his I career. I don't know, man. I think, uh, I think even with context, even with context, that's what it sounds like. What yeah. do you mean? Well, I'm just not sure. Uh, I'm yeah. I just don't know what else was said. But like, man, this is, doesn't sound good. Uh, this guy John Landis is a notorious shitbag, and his son is also a notorious shitbag. His career may never recover. <laughs> Fast forward, uh, what, like 35 years, his son got me to big time. How big? Uh, like very big. He's, he was, he's been described as a psychopath and he wrote the movie Chronicle and now he's like blacklisted. And the last thing I saw, he wrote a fan script about Chucky, Freddy, Jason, all coming together and fighting people on Halloween. It's like a kid's a kid's Max idea for a movie. Slanders. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. When I was a kid, all I could ever think about was like major like superstar heavyweights like yeah. being put in the same movies like from franchises. Like dude, when yeah, Aliens vs Predator came out, dude, I basically shit myself. <laughs> I was like, that's insane. Dude, Alien and Predator, I can't believe that at all. Freddy and Jason? Like that Yeah, then Freddy vs Jason, that was fucking yeah. insane as well. Wait, what what came first? I think they might have they were very like close to each very other. Like Freddy vs Jason. Very similar. I reckon 2003, 2004. Freddy vs Jason I reckon, 2003. I reckon Alien vs Predator was 2000. Don't tell fuck, I'm trying to guess. I don't know this for sure. I'm guessing. Oh, okay, I'm right. guessing. All right, Aliens vs Predator. How was uh, it would have been about 2004, I'm going to say 2004 as well. I think that's a fair one. Mm-hmm. And Freddy vs. Jason is 2005. Nah, 2003, I reckon. I reckon I know that. Martin, baby, unbiased judge. Can you Google them both, please? 2003 for Freddy vs. Hey. Jason. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Predator? 2004. Hey. Ah, two for two. That's too good. Have you seen either one of those movies, Martin? Uh, I think I... No. No, I haven't. I've seen, like, part of the first Alien, I think. First Alien's actually a very good movie. It's probably the best out of all the movies that were on display just then. What about what about Predator Two: The Iron Jungle? What concrete what's it jungle. called? The Concrete Jungle. That's definitely the coolest Predator movie. What about Jason X, where he's on a spaceship? Look, look Jason X. Look, you can't talk about Jason movies because they just get wild, right? Like, <laughs> there's like Jason Goes to Hell. There's Jason yeah. X. Jason, Jason comes X back is actually hell. probably the most wild one. No, Where, Jason, yeah, Jason X was just very stupid. It's called Jason X. Jason gets an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's in, I've told you about this one, Martin. Where he goes to space and he gets an upgrade. Yeah, dude, he just he walks into a room and like it all this like cloud and shit comes out. The windows go frosty. Then he comes out and he's like a steel. He's got like a superhero. Suit yeah, he on. gets a, he gets an upgrade. Yeah. So like the plot is that like they capture him back in like today's time. 
and then he gets cryogenically frozen and then like i don't know like fucking 200 years passes or something like that and some like space people find him and they're like oh dude who's this guy with a machete that's wild you know <laughs> and then they heal him which also upgrades him and makes his mask all metal and shit and his arms all metal and then he just like yeah, he, he just does the jason thing where he goes around and kills everyone there's also um, a scene on the space station there's a scene where this like android woman she's like trying on different boobs yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> did you guys remember try tit from fucking uh, uh, total recall yeah total recall yeah, yeah i remember that that fucked Vaguely. me up as a kid that wasn't total recall was it that was fifth element is it? No, that was total recall i think it's total recall wait what does define fucked you up do you mean it like fucked you up with lost like <laughs> <laughs> no, i just I remember i'll never be able to get that i need to, i need that <laughs> i was very young and i saw it and i was just like whoa that's too much, man. There's three of them. There's not meant to be three of them. The guy's all like, whoa, I wish I had three heads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading a quote here. Total Recall director thought the three-breasted woman could have had even more breasts. <laughs> dude, where will it end? I don't know, dude. After lockdown, I might have more breasts. <laughs> <laughs> I have my whole body yeah, feels talk, like man, I want Taco Bell, dude. Me too. Uh, I want the Crunchwrap Supreme. I should have got a Crunchwrap Supreme the other night. I know you should have. I was I, trying I, to I get you to. I wasn't going to have it in ages. I definitely should have got it. I think you were just not getting it because I was telling you to and you wanted to I had nothing me. to do with it, you fuck. I'll, no. That's not even true. Rich I know how rich works. Well two reasons. Contrary. Two reasons I didn't get the Crunchwrap Supreme. One. I hadn't Jason. tried. I hadn't tried what I got on the menu, and I was like, I should try that. I haven't tried like just the basic tacos, right? And then two, it was right before we we're about to go to the cinemas, and I was like, I don't want to have an accident, like a J accident. Yeah, like a J accident. J decides to eat two Crunchwrap Supremes, and then he, after the movie finishes, he runs to his car. He fucking runs off. He bolts. I had a belly. I assume, that's standard I assume, J, though. I had a belly. Yeah, I know, that's the thing. That's that's the thing. J J has fucking he set Wait, up a situation. Wait, does he situation. just always need a shit? Well, he Dude. set up this situation. It's like a boy who cried wolf now. It's like, is he leaving early because of his fucking disorder? Or is he leaving early because of his other disorder? You know? <laughs> yeah, which disorder is which it today? Dis- nah, dude, I, I'm telling you now. I was very hungover that day. I was like, I need to start making some healthy changes in my life. I've put on... <laughs> so you got too good to crunch wraps. <laughs> no, no, this was before that. I, I So I was like, all right, you know what? I'll get sushi. And I won't even get the good sushi. I'll get the disgusting raw fish sushi. And I, I fucking never do that because I don't trust that shit. But I went to a sushi place that was like legit, had a fucking line of people. There was a line of people waiting for the sushi. So I'm like, if this place gives me food poisoning, then the fucking world has gone nuts. And I had the worst stomach ache ever after eating that raw fish. That shit was not good. Raw fish is good. You're a fucking idiot, right? You're just a fucking goblin who lives off salt and vinegar. Sorry, salt and sugar. Look, dude, I just know for a fact I have the best taste out of all of us, so... I don't think so. Like, <laughs> you, you're, true always eating, you're always eating like ridiculous, like fast food meals. I have a very mature palate. I think Martin might have dude. the best palate, to be honest. He, no, he's no, no. Always, he's I'm the one, dude. I'm the fucking one who ate the raw fish sushi. That it takes. I love adult. raw fish sushi. It's awesome. <laughs> you love the sushi. Sashimi is wicked. It's fucking the best shit. Ah, uh, dude, you just. I never actually tried. I never actually tried raw fish. Well, you, it's for it's, the best. Like, it's, it's, okay. awful. It's, it's, it's awful. It's awful. It has worms in it. It has fucking worms and fucking worms bugs and, it. <laughs> and all this shit. It does. They're just dead, so they don't do anything to you. But it's true. You, you, got, can... you got sick because you fucking gave your body shock. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, I got a you shock. Went... 
I got a shock because you showed up to the state. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell him to come a day early? Anyway, I just need to make it fucking clear that Jay, as much as he likes to tote about having the most fucking like articulate taste buds, he does. I don't not think anyone all. here believes that <laughs> except for maybe Jay. <laughs> even then, I'm not convinced. Dude, Reg doesn't even eat pickles. Reg picks out his pickles. There we go. That's uh, that's the show for this week. This is the outro. Check us out on Instagram, Why They're Mad Pod. Follow us, we'll give you a shout out. Uh, oh, if anyone wants to uh, know what the karaoke was like, there's pictures up on Instagram of our yeah. karaoke on the weekend. That was pretty fun. Anyway, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go <laughs> eat my fucking yummy pork carbonara yeah. and watch uh, Cowboy Bebop. You know, like. It's time Bye. To Three. See ya. Two, one. See ya. Why you have to be mad? Why you have to be mad? Why you have to be mad? Right in front of me. <laughs>